Welcome to Industry Night, where I provide a platform for fellow service industry members from bartenders, servers, and hosts to food and beverage directors, chefs, and brand reps to share their stories, their knowledge, and their passions. Sitting down with me tonight is Miss Savannah Peters. Hello. A fellow bartender. She's been working with me a couple months now, year now? How Almost long a year. Almost a year. Almost a My year. My goodness. I know. October will be a year. October will be a year. It's crazy. That actually is so crazy. But one of the reasons um, I wanted to bring you on here was because I think you ha- offer a really interesting perspective, especially even just to Nashvilleians with so many people moving here from California, especially... Orange County, baby. (laughs) And I know you've lived and worked in both. Um, But where did you first get your start in the industry? Was it back in California? No, it was here in Nashville. Was it? So I actually first started in customer service. I don't know if I've told you this. At a kid's salon in Cool Springs. No, I, I was, did not I know was this. 15 years old. And <gasps> yourself. Oh, yeah. I was in high school. We had just moved from California and um, going to Brentwood High, got a, got a job and at this kid's salon. And they also had like little girls parties. Hmm. So it was three different types, like rock star, diva, or princess party. And it was like glitter, but I know. <laughs> Can I have all of the above? So guess, guess who what was, if I want to be a rock star diva with a princess tiara? You can whatever you want. Is that an option? Guess who had to dress up as the princess in parties? Yo, girl. <laughs> my steering wheel was covered in um, hairspray glitter <laughs> of my grandma's car. That was my first car ever. So, anyways, that was that was my that was my first customer service job. Then after that, I worked at. Can I say restaurant names? As long as we're talking positively about them, yes. Of course. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, I started working at J. Alexander's in Cool Springs. I was 17, and I couldn't serve yet. So, I was running food for, like, a year. Okay. And then... Now, is that a legal thing? uh, Yeah. Like, I couldn't serve alcohol. I think... Do you have to be 18? Is that still the same? Do you have to be 18 See, I don't know, because in, in Michigan, I'm pretty sure you didn't... Actually, see, now I don't fully remember. I think in Michigan... You could be under 18 to carry it. I think you just had to have whatever license. Actually, see, now I'm second-guessing myself. I'm not sure. But anyway. Again, this was 85 months ago. I was going to say, exactly. I'm like, now that I think about it, I just don't know. I'm like, that was a really long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. But that that was my first serving experience. And it was the hardest the hardest thing I've ever done in a positive way because their steps of service, they have it down. Mm-hmm. I've applied. I would, I would assume so with a corporate place, number one. Yeah. And then two as, it, I mean, Jay's certainly isn't like fine dining, but it's like. Casual fine dining. I was going to say, but it's like, you know, I feel bad calling it a chain, but like, you know, yes. It's like chain fine dining. Yeah. It's like as nice as you can get yeah. while also being yeah. like a franchise. Yep. Yeah. Like, but you can Going even now, it's like one of my family's favorite places to go. Yeah, um, but I think that you can was expect my... a lot of consistency yes. from Jay's. Kind yes. of like generally speaking, anyone yes. to whatever city has yeah. been pretty. Just you're yeah. like, okay, I want a good steak or like a good burger, and mm-hmm. I know I'll get good service. Yeah. 
100%. So that's where I started. Mm-hmm. Um, worked at the Cool Springs location, then actually um, the West End location as well. Oh, okay. Before I moved back to California. Um, then I've just, long story short, I've worked in everything from <laughs> my next job after that was a <laughs> glorified truck stop in Central California. Um, where, what? yes. What okay, I need we'll to a picture Sorry. for me because what does that mean? Okay, so Central California um, is farm country. It okay. is the Fresno area. is It's dry. It's it's farmers. It's very it's rural. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where I'm from. And so to go back there when I moved back um, from Nashville, um, I I worked at this. It was literally a truck stop, but it was also like a fun place for families to come. They had a gift shop. They had like outside tables, oh. but also it was a gas station. Is it? So I worked there for... Now, yeah, I'm a northerner. Let's I don't know do about it. these things, about but it. like I hear everyone going crazy about Bucky's and things like that. Is it like that concept? <laughs> so honesty hour, I've never been to a Bucky. Okay. But again, I, same. Neither have I. I'm like... <laughs> I, 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 I assume that it's very similar. It's okay, very concept. Yeah. Like, it's like I grew up on 18 acres of fruit trees and my dad was a farmer, um, hard work. Like, mm-hmm. so I have two other siblings I have an older brother, younger sister. We were packing fruit in the summer. We mm-hmm. were helping on the farm. Like we were pruning trees and it's probably why I'm such a workhorse now, probably, but like yeah. we, you know, yeah, farm up- mentality, farm work is yes. no joke. Yeah, yeah. That's intense. I remember when I was little and, um, and when everything, you know, all the fruits in season and I would stand on a box and pack fruit with all the ladies. Cause I was too short to <laughs> pack these peaches. That's pack- so cute. So cute. <laughs> she was such a hard worker. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, moving back to that area, worked there, then move, moved to Orange County with my ex and, um, so how old at, were you at this time that you I was Tennessee moved back to California? 19, 19, 19 turning 20. Okay. And then my ex-husband and I, wah, 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 <laughs> plot twist, <laughs> skirt, skirt. Um, he was in the, he was in the Marine Corps. And mm-hmm. so. Oh, I didn't know he that. Could, yeah. He could go to school wherever he wanted. So yeah. he was like, I want to go to school at Long Beach for engineering. Yeah. So that's what we did. So I moved to Southern California and because he was in school, I was the breadwinner. And so I needed to find a job for us to find an apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I literally hit the pavement every day and um, his dad lived in Laguna. So oh, okay. we lived with them for a little bit and then I was desperately looking for a certain job. Yeah. Really ready to eat. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. ready. Phone space. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Maggiano's. I was serving at Maggiano's for six months. But this is where I started bartending. Oh, okay. Great. So I was... So did you have to work your way up? Or did they, like, fire They you? asked me. Love that. I do, too. Because I remember when I was here working at Jay's, just before I left, and um, one of my managers was like, oh, I'm sad you're leaving. I was going to ask you to bartend. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Well, you could have. Peace out. Yeah. Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> anyway, so I started bartending at Maggiano's, and... It's, um, ah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I met my best girlfriend, Stevie, there. We're bartending together. She's like this badass bartender in Love LA it. and like moved to Orange County for her now husband. Aww. And we, <laughs> 
So we, she calls them, um, the vests that we had to wear with the button downs were like blackjack casino dealer vests. So that's what we were bartending. Oh, I can picture it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With like yeah. the sweet and sour jugs and the blenders. And I won't say any more about that. Mm-hmm. But it was an experience. Let's, yeah. Let's but I've met, but honestly, I met um, my best friends there. And we're still, you know, still my touch. California people. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think you and I have talked mostly about your time at a very swanky place. Yes. Where you also almost like for a break for yourself and your like mental space also worked in a dive bar. Yes. To take out some of the yeah. frustration from yeah. working in a very customer is always right yeah. type of place. Entitlement. Entitlement. What? In Orange County? Oh, listen. No. Listen. <laughs> Oh, heavens to Betsy. But yeah, so I worked everything from fine dining to a dive bar, everything yeah. in between. Won't be above. Yeah. Now, you really do have quite a knack for picking out those Orange County folks. <laughs> that are, whether they are visiting here or whether they have moved here, they take two steps in our bar yeah. now, and you're like, I got them. I take it. Yeah, because you know... <laughs> Your girl, yes. patience with oh. them is super, super low. I'm like this. Get the expensive reposado, start cutting oranges. And and literally. Okay, but literally, I, though, like this happens. The reason I know now is because you literally just like mm-hmm. grab the lacquer and yeah. go up to the top shelf and start pulling down the Sincoro and the yes. Casanoble. And you're yeah. like, it's what it's, you know, I'm like, it's what Mom, they're going to ask for. I got this because no one else wants to. You're like the whisperer to them. Oh, lovely. I we have a new regular, in fact. Um, do I know this person? Who you do because she adores you. And the first night she was in, we were working together. Um, I'm sorry. Those nights where I was over talking, and you're like, "Hey." Um, fortunately, no. It was definitely a day shift. Actually, um, uh, it was it was one of our like many festival type weekends. There was a lot going on. This lady and her friend were there and they like met some fine gentleman callers and the gentleman ended up paying for their very expensive tequila. No way, that's crazy. But it was like Tennessee men for these California women. The guys offered to pay their tab having no idea. Zero idea. How expensive <laughs> their tequila was or that they had had, I think, two rounds each. So it was like when they got their tab, I remember the guys were not like the most thrilled. Yeah. But they offered. Uh, yeah. But no, you made a lovely impression. She's come back a couple times now. She still always calls me Savannah, though. And thinks she's like... <laughs> I'm honored. She's like, you lived in Orange County, right? And I was like... Ugh, no. <laughs> no. I was like, it wasn't me. I was like, I'm from Michigan. I was like, it's not cool. <laughs> I just speak um, the language. It's like, it's the other blonde. You're thinking of the other blonde. So I have a funny, like, little tangent story about, like, guys buying... When you know some woman's drink, who yes, they have it. no idea what they're drinking, so it always this, makes me so nervous. Like, do I am I supposed to tell you, like, hey, by the way, her drink is 60 bucks? <laughs> like, yeah, no, this is literally so. I was there was one place I was working at is fine dining seafood, mm-hmm. um, brand new, and um, this woman was across the bar and she was drinking margaritas. It's 1942. Mm. So it was literally a $50, $60 cocktail. Yeah. Which I oh, made sure, I was like, you want a margarita with a 1942. 
Yeah. Because that is this much. And she's like, yeah, great. Cool. So this guy across the bar goes, oh, my gosh, she's she's so beautiful. I want to buy her drinks. And I was like, cool. So $150. I don't just have. And he goes, oh, she drinking. I was like, you might want to go, like, talk to her next time, bucko. So wait, did this guy buy her drinks and not go talk to her? Yeah, I am trying to like think. I think he bought her drinks with the intention of like getting the oh that's so sweet, and then he was gonna go over, but he didn't go over after he realized. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you might wanna might wanna check that out next time, there, buddy. So funny. Yikes. I know it, it's a whole other that's animal. It also opens up like kind of a whole other can of worms too of like. At that point, is it my obligation as the bartender to, like, tell you, but, at, like, hey, by the way, this is expensive. But I've also had other people tell me when I was, like, newer in the industry, especially here working in Williamson County, yeah. like, the guy who trained me was, like, do not assume somebody doesn't have the money. Like, it's very offensive. He was, like... If somebody walks in, sits down, orders three Pappy 15 Neats for him and his two friends, and he's confident, like, don't you dare make sure that the price point is okay with that person. Like, you're going to, like, you could lose the sale type thing. You could offend them, whatever. So it's given me this complex now because then, of course, we've also then had people who come into the bar. Yes, we're in whiskey country. That means you have more available, but it does not mean it is better price by any means yeah because it's in higher demand yeah so like expensive county <laughs> higher demand yes nice whiskey yes it, yeah the price tag sometimes people are like well why didn't you tell me this was a 40 dollar pour i'm like i mean i don't know we have a whiskey book you looked at it i can't <laughs> like it's just a lot of push pull i don't know no, it, it's for, I, I never, I, it's like, I constantly battle with myself. I feel like still yeah. every day of like, do I say something? Do I just assume you're fine? I don't know. Uh, there was one of my favorite guests that came in at OBJ, came in with his family, his grandfather came with his, his wife and then, you know, their grandchildren and he had a pour of Pappy mm-hmm. and he got chicken tenders. And I thought, I, was, I told him, I was like, you, sir, you are goals. These are my favorite people that we get. Yeah. I had a regular for a while who would come in like, honestly, maybe he was a farmer, he, but the man secretly had hella money. Like he would oh. come, he would come in regularly yep. in overalls yep. with like a tattered kind of t-shirt underneath, like, which I'm not judging by any means, but I was not expecting he would order a hot dog and I was like, cool, like whatever, yeah. but he would always order at least two rounds of whistle pig 12 year with his freaking hot dog and Perfect. french fries and i was like i love you yeah and he would tip so well and he was just so nice and i was like the south is just different with its money it's like you just yes. never know who has and yes. who does not yes <laughs> and that's what i that's honestly something that i love and i've found a massive difference in bartending mm. from Orange County to here. Yeah. It's night and day. So how do you pick them out? 
the OC people. Oh, heavens to Betsy, listen. Does anyone call they, it the OC, or was that just like a Laguna Beach they thing? Walk in, <laughs> they walk in with their chiclet teeth and lips and tight leopard dresses. I'm like, that's when I'm like, whoever I'm working with, back if I got it. I'm like, These are take, my people. I'll take one for the team. Get the expensive reposado and oranges. Start cutting them. Um, but I mean, it just, it's just, it's that, just a, it just is. But maybe I just, I am sensitive yeah. to that. So when I got back into bartending, when I talked to you about working, working at BJ, I was honestly like, okay, here we go. Like I'm going to work with like, there's male bartender, which that's a whole other con. That's a whole thing where being a a female bartender Mm -hmm. has, I mean, you know, it has its ups and downs. It does. But it it just, any environment. And so I was like, I was like, cool, I'm going to start bartending again. It just is what it is. You just jump into it. I'm probably so going to be like. What gap did you have from bartending? Because when you moved back yeah. to Tennessee, yeah. like you got back, well, not back, you went into like a very classic nine to five type of game. Yeah, very I sit at a desk nine to five. Yeah, you sit at a desk, you have a very stable job. Talk about deductible. Very. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Honestly, I like what prompted how long was it of a gap from mm-hmm. being in the industry and what what finally prompted you to like go back into the industry? Well, it was definitely I hate this is so annoying because it's the answer for everything, but COVID. I lost both of my jobs. Before COVID happened, I was working at a fine dining steakhouse primarily, and then my one day a week I worked at a dive bar and um, both of those jobs stopped suddenly and I was sitting in my little apartment in Costa Mesa, jobless and collecting unemployment and I hated it. Um, now were you also divorced at this point? Yeah. yeah, still, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I was divorced for a couple of years at this point, Okay, but I was in another tough relationship and it like all came down at the Just same time. Just kind of all time. at one time. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of people can relate to that somehow with COVID. Like COVID happened somehow like at a peak of people's lives. Yes. Like just the energy of the world, I feel like as a whole had gotten so tumultuous and then COVID happened and like for better or worse, everyone was like, well, I guess we got to stop for a minute. Like for some people that worked out well, for some people it obviously did not. Um, But yeah, interesting. Yeah. So it was, it was COVID. It was another, it was another really tough relationship. And I will never forget, I was sitting on my couch and I put, I had Postmates bring me ramen and I was watching Midnight in Paris, jobless. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Like, what's my next step? And my, you know, family's still been here and my dad's been selling insurance for 18 years since we initially moved. So I call him the insurance wizard. Um, and my dad was like, well, if you want to move back, um, live at home mm-hmm. and I need help because my parents had started their agency, uh, six years ago. And, um, so he was like, we're busy. If you want to come back, mm-hmm. I need help with customer service. If you want to get licensed, rad, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever you want to do, but this mm-hmm. is an option for you. So I did it. Literally went back, broke up with yeah, homeboy and, um. <laughs> Packed up my apartment and left. Yeah. So was home for two and a half years. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. 
And what prompted it was I am still at home and I was just trying to, I'm working, I got licensed, I'm working to build up my clientele and insurance and the residual income and all of that. But I was like, I, I want to just chunk away in my savings Mm -hmm. and buy a house. And Mm -hmm. so just like, what's my next step? And I want to want and need to expedite that. So that's when I started at OBJ. Yeah. And it's been great. Now I have to ask. Yes, please. Did you? No, (laughs) I just, I feel it's just cringy (laughs) because at the end of the day, I am also your boss. Did you apply to like a bunch of different bars and restaurants or did you just like come in? No. Because I know I don't feel like you even planned on asking to work at OBJ. No, I was just kind of like there. I was out with my friend that night and I talked to Matt and I was like, Hey, uh, do you guys need like a super part-time bartender? And he was like, oh, yep. <laughs> and he's like, actually, Jillian's here too. I was like, great, cool. <laughs> so I talked to you and then. Yeah. And you made a great impression with in. him. I remember him coming down the bar and he was like, hey, so this girl down there with her friend, she's super cool and she wants a job here. And we did like exactly <laughs> need that of just like a part-time plug-in person of like, we have a full-time staff that's great, but we have two bartenders who are also full-time um musicians i almost said magicians <laughs> tyler would appreciate that actually both of them would appreciate that. <laughs> it's like i know that was only in my head i could have just gone with it but Tyler's like the laughter <laughs> i know <laughs> he's a wizard two full-time magicians no. <laughs> tyler's a with wizard bar crab trick he would heavens Yes, no, two full-time musicians, um, one of which does a lot of local shows, but he does festivals a lot, so he's gone with a lot of, like, small chunks, Mm -hmm. and then Tyler, who does longer tours. Fortunately, this year, they've been a little bit shorter and more manageable. They've been, like, a couple weeks instead of, like, month and some change, but... Yes, it was like perfect timing where I was like, yeah, I have gaps to fill. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I brought my resume and everything. I, I was like, I've worked at 15 different bars. <laughs> Take it like, hindsight, that may not seem like a selling point, but let me tell I you. I actually thought about that after. I was like, I'm not sure. If I don't feel like you look. put it. I don't. I don't think you had that many on your resume. Not 15, yeah, but no. I don't know. No, really, though. I think there were like, I don't know, three or four. Okay, cool. Tops. Yeah. <laughs> in the past. But, but to be honest with you, adding to insight uh, for people, I barely look at a resume, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I know a lot of places actually are also really horrible. I've had a fair amount of... Um, people that I've trained, especially like barbacks that I like then let go and like, go do bigger things, um, have asked to use me as a reference. I've never gotten a call, never from someone following up on a reference. And I always find that odd, but to be honest with you, I also barely look at a resume. It's like, I want to just talk to the person. Are you good with people? I'm a big fan of stage shifts personally yeah for like oh yeah come in if you're not familiar with the stage shift it's basically like a working interview like you come in for a couple hours you get it's familiar terrifying it's well i'm sure i was like fortunately i've never had to do one i feel super 
guilty almost having people do them when I haven't done one. But I do. It's like our bar is so specific. Yes. And the culture is so important. Yeah. So it's like I need to see how you are with guests. Like I was brought in not having ever made a cocktail. I have the same mentality for people of like, I don't really need you to know about our wall of whiskey. I don't really need you to know how to make a perfect old fashioned. I will tell you how to make a perfect old fashioned. I will tell you how to make everything that we have here and you're going to do it super consistently. Don't you dare muddle anything. Into your old fashioned. You can muddle like, you know, other things. Yes, but but in your old fashioned. Mm -hmm. In your old fashioned, please. Gosh. I mean, Mm -hmm. if if you're cool, I like to (laughs) I, I won't know. I mean, I won't do it for people. When people really? are not, yeah, no, I will set up things on the side for people. Like, if they want a, like, okay, we have Luxardo cherries. I'm happy to spear them. But if they want them muddled in there, I just, my little Ugh. heart, my heart can't do it. So I will put them in a little, like, wee glen. I'll put them, put them on the side. <laughs> That's how they are on their website. They're not just glen minis, they're wee glens. Matt and I were like, I'm going to cry. Just the most precious. I thought we called them baby carrots. Also sweet baby carrots. No, they're wee glens. Uh, officially changing them to wee glens. I want to say it with like a Scottish accent. A wee, wee glen. <laughs> Sorry if that's offensive to anybody. I don't think the Scottish. Well, wee glen. Like a, yeah, I don't think it's No? <laughs> the Scotch, I don't think they take it poorly. Okay, cool. It's coming from a good place. The intentions are good. The intentions are good. I love it. Tell me about, we'll start wholesome. Tell me about the one of the best customers experiences that you've ever oh had. Okay. So we were talking about this today and I think that <clears throat> like I've had so many wonder, I mean, you as what, like I was say, being in the industry for so long, it's like you come across just lovely people. We really even do. if it's like they don't tip well, even though yeah, it's like that's that doesn't. Bad. I was gonna say obviously that's how we make the majority of our money. Obviously yeah. that's great, but yeah, I feel like the majority of my memorable guest experiences while working, it's usually not about somebody like leaving a ton of money. Yeah, like yeah, that's a great bonus, but it's like the memorable ones are definitely more about. The it's, connections or something else they did or something they said or totally I feel like I feel like um some of the best customer experiences or some of my favorite people are the people who come into my personal life mm-hmm. you know it's like the Chris and Cindy at Obi Joyful we're like I've literally never I'd never met them before and I had just started a couple months you know prior last year before the holidays they came in and like gave us all a gift and like yeah and he was like oh savannah here you go and i'm just like what and they're just it's just people like that who are genuine and just like but are also become your become your friends and like it's like they're giving shit about you yeah it's like they care yeah they're genuinely like rooting for you yes to do well to have a good shift yeah it's like they really want it yeah yeah that bring peace to your shift yeah you know or like or that they're like, okay, you're busy. God, that's it's so fine. true. Yeah, that's like, I think that's the best thing that I imagine every bartender, every server has to relate to. Yeah. Is like, that's the beauty of your regulars. Yeah. Like your good ones. Yeah. Is that it's like in the middle of whatever kind of shift you're having. Yeah. 
you can like if whatever regulars at the bar your good ones like you can just like go and stop with them and like you can have a breath yeah. even in, even without having to go in the back without yeah. having to go in the walk-in yeah. you know it's like any of that crying like, the yeah. walk-in. <laughs> yes hello well you can just go and take a minute with that regular yeah. i just like breathe yeah maybe do a shot yeah maybe <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I really feel like it's it's just those people that like bring peace to your shift and like and have understanding. Yeah, yeah. But understanding I've, and like genuine patience. Yeah. yeah. But I've also met people where I'll be going through a hard time, you know, um, or a transition, like you know, my divorce, like I was going mm-hmm. through, or tough, just any tough thing personally. And it's bartending. It's okay. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm setting the tone for my for my bar guests and everything so i need to be positive and mm-hmm. and pump the energy into my shift but like in you know personally a lot of people i think don't quite have that tapped down of mm-hmm. being able to check their personal stuff at the door before clocking in yeah because you do and i know it's like it's not always gonna be perfect that's not always gonna happen yeah. but like that's the difference for me between like a professional veteran staff member yeah and somebody who's not like you can come in and you know how to turn it on when yeah. you're speaking with guests. Yeah. yeah. It's like, because it's so, it's so true. You set the tone for the bar, for mm-hmm. anyone you, you serve. And so it's really like, you do you want to have a, do, yeah. Do you want to have a good shift or do you want to have a really tough shift? Yeah. And even though people are, can be tough to, to serve, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you're being positive and just like letting things go and taking care of business. Yeah. But you, we set the tone. We're in a fishbowl. Like yeah. we set, we we are in a fishbowl. We're performing. Yeah. At times we don't have time to to go and cry and walk in or like. No. Yeah. You know. I'm weeded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are four deep at the bar. Yeah, it's like you, I have 17 drink orders on yes. the docket, and this person is still boring yes. your eyes into the side of my head as I'm making yes. all of these yeah. drink. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's no time to panic or to show it. But that just gotta keep going. But there have been some instances where I will work on where people have gone have been super out of line. Yeah. And I think, where they cross just the boundary and it's just flat yeah. out inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that I need to work on that boundary because I can have that boundary now, you know? Yeah. And it's not being rude, but it's true. Like, I'm sorry. I don't allow people to talk to me that way. Yeah. I think it's very, I think it's very important. I think it's, it was a very impactful part of choosing, choosing this bar, choosing to stay at this bar, choosing to continue that as part of the culture. When Mm -hmm. I was first brought into this bar, I was told the customers do not dictate the environment here. We as a staff teach the customers how to behave. We set that standard. And it's not in some, I, and it's really not in some condescending way. No. It's not in like a, I certainly don't tell somebody how we do things. Yeah. It's not that literal and direct, but it is setting that tone. And yes, having some of those, sometimes it has to be a conversation, especially if it's a regular or just saying the like, hey, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Or as I've encouraged you to do after the fact with certain people of like, that is not the type of interaction you have to put up with. Yeah. Those are the kind of people that you can just take the drinks. We can comp that, tell them to get out. Like, yeah. 
I know not all bars, I know not all concepts are able to do that. Yeah. I really wish they could yeah. because some people is just, yeah, it's like, yeah. nope, you need to know the line yeah. and somebody needs to be able to tell you where that line is yeah. and stand by it. Yeah. Yeah. So when that happens for me, you'll be there. I really hope we'll be working together. <laughs> I hope I'm we'll like... be working together. I frankly, of course, hope that like it never has to happen. I, I would love to believe that like, I kind of want you know... to. I feel like it's just years of pent up like, oh, you can't talk now. Like, yeah, yeah. It's going to be that. It's still going to be yeah. so play. You're going to be like, I'm sorry, sir. You cannot speak to me that way. And I am going to be taking care of your drinks this yeah. evening. Please exit. You are a dumpster fly. <laughs> what about a worst customer heavens, ever? Heavens. Heavens. I'm sure a couple come to mind. I think there's I, one that we talked about pretty recently. I know. And that was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to run over that one? I would love for you to run okay, over so that I think that's... I'll skip that over this. Just, I was like... This guy looked like the devil. It's just right there. He looked like Satan. Um, I had, I had um, sideburns that... I'm not kidding. He looked like a real life devil. Okay. I'm going to stop saying the word. Sideburns came into his cheeks like this and like pointed... Like this. Like oh, if you paint him red and give him pitchfork, you'd be like, whoa. <laughs> so anyways, he came into this um, fine establishment I was working at in uh, California and um, was was really tough from the get-go. Like he sits down and he puts a 20 down and is immediately condescending. And I was like, ooh, okay. Like he brought his own sp- – Again, this is this was fine dining, okay? Mm-hmm. Brought in his own speaker, playing his own music, okay? And we That's put, the part that gets me. The whole thing is awful, but I really... Thing sucks. I've seen a lot. I have never experienced someone bringing in their own speaker. Yeah, girl. So he... <laughs> so he brings... And I'm pretty sure that I was his first experience at, at this yeah. place. And so... He, um, yeah, so we would put linens down wherever um, anyone was sitting, just as like a placemat. He brought his linen. He wanted to sit where he was at, but he brought his linen to the other side of the bar and just placed it there. And I had a full bar top plus the well. Um, I don't remember what it was. Like the other bartender was stalking or something or had, or had already gone. And so I was like, yeah. all right, cool. It was just yeah, one of those time freak nights. So I was like, running, hey. running the bar. Here we go. So anyways. And I was just like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, just in case I want to sit there. So he had his stupid music playing. And he sent it to the place the bar. He modified his order so specific. Like, it was so specific that he was like, I want it on this side of size plate. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Keeps throwing money down. And then just kept saying these awful things to me. And I was like, his I order comes out. Things. Like he would say things like, like when he kept putting money down, it was, it was, oh, well, I'm just going to take care of you. I'm going to give you so much money that I can talk to you wherever I want. And I was like, and I was like, that's not how this works. But he kept saying things like, oh, well, if you weren't so stupid and you do your job right. Oh, listen. <laughs> yeah. And then would laugh about it. So, Yeah. So I just his can't imagine, except I can't can't imagine because I feel like that's the type of child that comes out of like Real Housewives type of money, like those. Like truly, like I can't. You have to be. You have to be 
raised a certain way. Yeah. Like your whole life yeah. to, as an adult, speak to another adult like that. I just. Yeah. So full of yourself. So wow. he, um, he was the first and only person I've ever refused service to. So that same day or another time when he, came Oh, back. anytime he came in, I was just like, Nope. And so unfortunately he came in regularly. He came in regularly. He came in regularly for a couple months and, um, our, our bar lead mm-hmm. at that time, uh, was his last shift or was, uh, <laughs> that guy's that awful regular is his last time to come in is when our bar lead waited on him. Sorry. That was kind of a roundabout mm-hmm. way to say that. Um, yeah, because I had seen, I had seen this regular a couple other times before when I was on my shift and he's like, Oh, Savannah. And he liked the banter, which was even worse. And he's like, oh, Savannah, come here. And I, I, I would stop and look at him. And I was like, I, I, I'm not serving you. I'm not serving you. I was like, ah, whatever. I'm like, no. And so I'd sick him to the other bartender. And I was like, hey, have fun. He's the worst. I will literally take the well and every other like, person I'm in this bar top. handle the entire rest of the bar. Yes. And rest. Just, just, just handle this. Just handle this lovely gentleman. But yeah, just just picked his own plate so that he wanted things to come up. Yeah, he was like, I want modified so much down to the plate, and it came out on the the wrong potatoes, too. No, that's different. That's a different homeboy. Oh, okay. Blue suede shoes. (laughs) Walks into the walks into the kitchen. (gasps) Yes. Oh my god. Trying to because he wanted fried fingerling potatoes. And I was like, we have hand cut French fries. Again, same fine dining restaurant and um i was like we have french fries he goes no fried fringling potatoes I was like we only have those with chilean sea bass right now and their portion for the day whatever because that's what the chef would tell us to say this 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 heifer walks his ass back into the kitchen and then comes back out and goes oh i found the chef he's gonna fry me some fringling potatoes i was like i would too you scare the shit out of me <laughs> That is particularly shocking to me, though, because I feel like any back-of-house person that I've worked with Mm -hmm. is flat-out like, fuck the guests. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, I know as guests, you probably think, like, the kitchen is so happy to do anything for you. No. No. No, they're not. They they are back-of-house for a reason. Yeah. They... Often you don't, hate people. You don't cross them. <laughs> you do not cross them. They are scary people. Yeah. They're like, this I is why I work back at the house. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, nope, I respect you. A lot of you scare me. Yeah. In the best way. Not in like a, it's just, it's truly like a, yes, sir. <laughs> Get you don't question. Yeah, no, you do not question chef. So that's why I was like, you do not no, question chef. We do not have any more fingerling yes. potatoes. So that is insane to me. Mm-hmm. That just this customer literally walked into the kitchen because I would have expected Found that immediately the back of the house. Yeah, would have been like, get out. Who are you? Like, wouldn't have even had the conversation. That is mind-blowing to me. <laughs> What's your favorite when you are when you are dealing with these people? <laughs> yeah. Or especially even if you're just in the weeds and a lot is happening. What is your, like, go-to thing to, like 
whether you yell it out, whether it's like a phrase you and your like co-bartender are saying to each other, what's your like go-to I'm in the weeds like panic thing? Like to like to my who I'm working yeah. with. I think they feel it for me. <laughs> I feel to be completely distant. Yeah, it's an energy. But I, I think I just booty bump everyone into another century. Booty bumps do happen. You get quiet. That is true. You actually don't say much. It's I don't. More, it's more just the physical. Like, just I don't like yell anything. I get very focused and very like, <laughs> yeah, just move. It's move. Just move. Just move. <laughs> oh, she moves. She's moving. <laughs> like, boom. Well, especially uh, in our tiny little pathway behind the bar, if that dishwasher door is open. I know. It's, it's, yeah, no, I'm like, my pardon my breathing. These bruises, I'm like, it's the bar. I don't know. I just, uh, there's sharp edges and metal everywhere. <laughs> I try and be aware. I try and be aware. I do, you. I do it to myself. I'm not blaming. No, but I, poor, poor Jill. So we worked, we worked together all weekend, last weekend. And, um, it was a long weekend. <laughs> you, but it was a long weekend. It was a long weekend. And, uh, excuse me, I was like passing by you, <laughs> but it was like the skinny part of the bar. And I just like kept powerhousing through. And she was like, girl. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm a, like I'm a, a bull in a china shop. I'm just like a golden retriever energy. Well, I think I'm like, no, I'm just move. Like, on and like, apron and bar tools oh. and bar towel and so it was just like there's a lot more to bump and i think i just kind of like like got turned at one no point. and i was like coming through <laughs> literally this is awful one day i was working with, with tyler and my apron i tied it around the front and the center a fridge mm-hmm. the the loop of the bow on the front got caught oh. on the side of the fridge so i'm walking by <gasps> and like hulk smashed it and it moved and it was like and i was just like I'm going to go cry in the walk-in now. If you need me, I'm not here. I'm just, Tyler starts dying laughing. And I was just like, this is awful. This is the worst, worst thing ever. It's just, ooh. But I think when I'm in the weeds, I am so used to, I I try and be calm. As calm as I can. (laughs) She's like, you're a liar. Um, That's you, Savannah. I like that story that you're telling I think I get more scatterbrained than I already I am. It. I think I get more ADD when I'm like, okay, I try and be because efficient. There's just, but... Yeah, there's just a lot to do. I recognize that like trying to be efficient is just like a it happens to be I'm hyper OCD. So some of the things, but it's not just you. No, just it's a couple of the, well, just say it mom. It's so small. It's so dumb. But again, (laughs) it's like, these are my OCDs of like, we save our lemons and limes for juicing like that we've zested, but I've been working on that. (laughs) But the oranges after we've like zested an entire orange, like made a million old fashions in two minutes. What? Like you just have to throw the orange away because it's dead. We're not, we're not juicing it. We don't, do we get like one mimosa a week? We just don't use the orange juice. We just need to throw it. We have three trash cans by every well so that you can just boom, throw the orange away but you put them right back 
in the juice. They're like my babies. You know, I'm just not ready to give them up yet. <laughs> it's just me. No, it's, it's just it's me. Not going through it. <laughs> and I like a big peel too. I like you a big peel. I know. We go through a lot of oranges when you and Tyler are working because you both like those big they're just they're just so sexy you wrap them all the way around the glass it looks great it looks cool it just, god very we go through so many okay i'll it's be fine. aware of it it's okay i'll this go top to bottom and said this was a criticism this was just an anecdote i like a big peel what can i say wow what a perfect note to end you on have, I think. you have complimented my garnishes before you do have very wonderful garnishes yes Thank you you go above and beyond i that's that's one place I choose to just be like super efficient and actually was also taught technically like from my mentor that it was like <laughs> sounds a little conceited but it was very like we make the perfect margarita we pay we make the perfect mule these are specked out don't give them a lime wedge because those motherfuckers are going to squeeze it in there and it's going to fuck up your cocktail like that's what I was told of like there's enough lime in it don't give them lime to ruin it that gives me a lot of thank you but again but then that's like but that's a lime wheel looks so pretty. i was gonna say it does that opens like a whole debate and like yes then like a lime wheel people are less inclined to squeeze it in but people just God, they may handle it they do it anyway and then it's just awful okay so it looks a lot prettier it's a whole debate actually i'm very curious I, this would be a lovely this would be hotly contested yeah i would love everyone's opinion on this I maybe think... I'll, I'll put this to a poll if i can figure that out but yes, a garnish, to garnish or not to garnish certain garnishes. I like intentional ones that don't mess with the cocktail, but like the lime wedges and things drive me nuts. You don't put, so you, like if I start a writer, I, I zest and I discard. Yep. So I started doing that because yeah. I'll pay attention sometimes. Yeah. Well, Mostly. I personally think that leaving the lemon rind in the Sazerac, it turns it bitter and I just don't like it. I like that fresh, fresh zest. Yep. I rub the oil around the rim of the glass and then I discard the lemon zest. So I've been doing that too. Love that. Cute. This is one of your daughters. I'll pay attention. One of my kids. <laughs> one of your babies. One of my babies. <laughs> I'm just like mom's doing it. Do everything mom does. That's cute. Yeah. But anyways. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Oh my gosh. No, this was so cool. I've been looking forward to this. I um, I respect you so much. I said this, I don't know if it was on camera or not, but I respect you so much. I've learned so much. Um, and this is hands down been um, one of the best bars I've ever worked at, if not the best bar I've ever worked at. The environment, the culture. Um, um, I don't know if I've said this yet, but when I first started, I was a little hesitant and like nervous and everyone has made me feel so... So welcome and yeah. big hugs. We have, a, yeah, and we have a really good crew. Yeah. Good crew, good regulars. Yeah. 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 So anyways, thank you for having yes, us. Absolutely. I was honored to to be on you be on this with you. So I'm so glad. Well, we're gonna do bonus content afterwards, just like we have we Glenn Karen's. Um <laughs> my I will be thing. doing some <laughs> we episodes, some mini episodes, bonus content. Um Savannah and I are gonna play a little game with some wine in a minute here but uh to wrap up this episode you want to give her a nice last call with me ready yes <laughs> last <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs> <Don't do this. laughs>
Sounds good. Get out. <laughs> Love you. Get out. <laughs>